All right. Welcome to a brand new episode of Wrestling with Siblings. I'm your host, Araceli, and there is no co-host because unfortunately he couldn't make it, but I am here and I'm sitting here with Interstate Smooth. He has a new mixtape out. If you haven't heard it, go download it. It's available anywhere you get your music, one verse, hearse, and please welcome Interstate Smooth. Yes, yes, yes. What's good? What's good? Wrestling with Siblings. What's up? Thank you, Araceli, for having me. I'm ready. I'm excited. Let's do this. I'm ready. No problem. Thank you for being here. And let's <laughs> get started. First things first. How did you get into wrestling? How did I get into wrestling? I've been watching wrestling since I was a kid. Like my whole family been watching wrestling. My grandfather watched wrestling. My father watched wrestling. He was also a high school wrestler. And we just, once we started watching it, we just became addicted to it. We We'll watch every Monday Night Raw. We will beg and plead for our moms to just be like, let's listen, please let us just watch it. Let's stay past our bedtime. Because everybody's favorite wrestlers was always past, like, you know, the later, like the main events. Yeah. So my bedtime was like 9, 10 o'clock back in the day. Monday Night Raw started at 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So you see the discrepancy right there. It's a little bit of a problem. <laughs> yeah, that definitely is a problem. So what, they would just let you stay up? It would just be you and Thea watching? Or or how, how would that work? You would just sneak in and try to watch it anyway? It was very hard to sneak anything past my mother because she was she was on it. She would, you know, when it's bedtime, it's bedtime. There'll be certain days that she would, you know, she would let it slide. She was just like, you know what, you can stay up towards this match uh it depends it really depends but you know certain times she'll let it slide sometimes she won't but majority of the time bedtime is bedtime you would miss (laughs) that good part of the show you would miss that main event yes and that's that was a huge problem that was a big problem to me because i really loved watching like you know my favorite wrestler was stone cold steve austin and Stone, to me, I feel like Stone Cold made Monday Night Raw. That's just my opinion. Everybody else has their own opinion. But growing up, Stone Cold Steve Austin was my favorite wrestler. So Monday Night Raw with Stone Cold, yeah, I I would do anything in the world just to make sure I could watch that. That was a can't miss for sure. Definitely, definitely. All right. And so since you said Stone Cold was your favorite wrestler, now I know you don't keep up with it as much. Who would you consider your favorite wrestler right now? Aside from your sister, of course. <laughs> um, Here's the thing. The the new wrestlers out now, I like... Obviously, I like Aleister Black. I like his whole character. I like, you know, he got, like, a little dark theme to him. And it kind of reminds me of, like, kind of how The Undertaker first came out. Mm-hmm. But his wrestling style, he incorporates a lot of uh, kickboxing in there. And to me, I love MMA too. So just to see how he incorporates that into his wrestling, that's dope to me. I also like, I, oh, I always like Bobby Lashley too. I always like Bobby Lashley. I like Kofi Kingston. Um, And this is another one, Ricochet. I like Ricochet a lot. I like the high flyers. That that's I like that. That entertains me a lot. I noticed the trend there. I was like, ah, he likes all the high flyers powerhouses is, is kind of what you like. But you're also towards that entertainment side of wrestling, it looks like. Yes, definitely. I recognize, I, I give credit where credit is due. Some people are not as great performing in the ring than they are on the mic. But some people are really good on the mic. Some people are really good technically in the ring. You know, that always been the case, you know, but 
I appreciate all sides of wrestling. I appreciate the entertainment side. I appreciate the technical side of it. You know, I just like, I appreciate it. I definitely appreciate it. Yeah, it's definitely another form of art. I know the art that you do is music, but yes. did you ever want to get into wrestling? Did you ever want to become a wrestler? Or was this just a complete thing for your sister? Of course. I, I don't think, I think anyone who watched wrestling growing up, everybody wanted to be a wrestler. I wanted to be a wrestler growing up. I always, always, I even thought about my own theme song. Like, there was, I used to, like, look for songs and be like, yo, you know what? That could be my walkout music. That'd be dope. I could do that. You know, I, I always thought about it. I always thought about, like, what kind of character I have, stuff like that. Like, I really, I was really, me and my sister, when we were growing up, I really was heavily into wrestling. Heal or face? Would that be your character? Heal or face? Oh, you know what? I would like to, I don't want to say heal or face. I would like to say somewhere in the middle. Like, I don't want to be too good, but I don't want to be too bad. I kind of want to be a balance in a way like there was a time where the undertaker was when he was the american badass he wasn't too good and he wasn't too bad you know like he was just like he'll fight the good wrestlers and he will also fight the bad wrestlers he would just he would just take on all competition and that's the type of wrestler i like to be if i was a wrestler i like that for you i i think that that suits you very very well um but let's get into twitch how did you get into twitch Oh man, Twitch. I got into Twitch by my sister. My sister was um she was on Twitch like a couple months before me. And it just I never thought I would do it. I never ever thought in a million years I would do it. But um she told me about it and before then I didn't even like hook up my PlayStation. I haven't played video games in years. I just, as soon as she told me to try out Twitch, I said, okay, I'll try it out. My mom actually bought me a PlayStation 4 for Christmas, like two years prior to me even starting Twitch. And once I started Twitch, I finally took the PS4 out the box, like cracked the seal, everything. I did not touch it. I was not playing video games. I was literally just ignoring it the whole time until you got into twitch and now seeing all the support is crazy man i was there since <laughs> the very first stream that you basically did and i mean seeing where you're at now it's actually crazy did you think that support was going to come from twitch not at all i honestly to be completely honest with you no i did not expect it i didn't know what to expect from twitch i just thought with twitch it was just going to be fun just me playing video games but then next thing you know i just started incorporating like some of my real life in there um when it came to uh me moving to connecticut from moving one place to another it actually really uh it really blew my mind to see how much people were like really supporting and people who were actually it showed that the people actually cared it threw me all the way off because there's plenty of friends that I have in my life that I like, I consider really close friends that would not even consider doing half of the stuff that people has done on Twitch. So it amazes me to this day. 
it's a family that has been created at this point and it's huge because it just keeps growing and growing and growing and it's crazy to see that all these strangers literally came together for this house that you bought over in in Connecticut it's literally insane to see the amount of support that you got when you moved out to Connecticut yes it, it, it blew my mind I did not expect none of that because that literally happened last second like what happened that day, we we found out that we got approved for a house that we didn't think we were gonna get approved for. And they told us we had to come up with this amount of money within like the next couple of days. So honestly, I, I had money put aside for it, but it just wasn't enough. And I went on Twitch and I put up the goal. I said, it was, I think it was 3,000 in like three days. Something and happened. we- Got it in one day, not even like four or five hours. That is crazy. The Twitch fam definitely came through. So much love for you, though, on Twitch and for your sister, of course. What's your favorite thing to do on Twitch? My favorite thing to do on Twitch is to see what everybody's doing, talk to them. Like, I like entertaining everybody who's on my live. I like being goofy with them, I like doing pranks on there. Even when I'm the one getting the prank, no one getting pranked on with it because it, it makes you guys happy. It makes me it makes me happy seeing you guys happy. And I just think it's fun. That's definitely dope. You're running some really good content for those of you that are literally listening to this right now. If you haven't checked them out, check them out at Interstate Smooth on Twitch. Literally, he has some of the best content out there. He plays with all of the subscribers. He'll literally play music for you guys. Anything you guys want, Tim is willing to do it. So definitely go out there and check him out for that. What's your favorite game right now? My favorite game right now is Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. I love that game. I love it. I love it. I love it because growing up, I was a Dragon Ball Z fan. I watched the TV shows. I was just into everything Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Z. And... Just to see that game on PlayStation, on PlayStation. Well, I got the PlayStation Five now, but it came out for PlayStation Four. But just for them to even come up with a game that follows the whole series from uh, the beginning of the Dragon Ball Z series, Dragon Ball Z series, was crazy to me. I'm like, yo, I feel like I'm watching the TV show all over again because it's literally the TV show. Love it, love it, love every minute of it. Love playing it even if it gets a little too complicated and frustrating and I know what's going to happen next. I still, I'm on the edge of my seat. Like, okay, let's do this. I'm I'm ready. Let's do it. Aren't those the best games though? The ones that tell a story from the beginning to the end, because those are the games that get you hooked literally on the game. That's the point of of a video game. Yes, definitely. If it get hooked, and that's the thing, you know, it's funny. Like a lot of these games nowadays, they have good stories. Like I remember even playing Mortal Kombat as a kid mm-hmm. and it never had a storyline like how it is now. It's like a movie playing that game. You know, I just actually just got the new, I got a uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 because I'm a Star Wars fan also. And I just started the campaign on that. I'm like, okay, this is like a movie. Every game is like a movie now. Yeah, and I think that's what, the video game industry is capitalizing on they realize that those are the games that sell because everyone likes a good story and that's why people are into wrestling that's why people like music that's why people like all sorts of stuff because it tells a story and if you can relate to it guess what you're gonna buy it 
Definitely. That is very true. That's why even with my music, I always try to tell a story, even if it's a good story, a bad story, harsh, funny, whatever it is. I just try to give content in my music, you know, and that's one thing I really do pride myself over is is the content. I have seen your content on Twitch and I've listened to your music. It is absolutely amazing. How? What's your creative process going into making music? How do you decide what goes on a song and what doesn't go on a song? It's just what I'm feeling. I just jump in. You know, there's been times I just go on live and I'll just look for a beat on YouTube and I'll just be like, okay, I like this. What can I say? Like, what's the first thing that comes out? And whatever the first thing that comes out, I just flow with it. It just goes. I don't really have like a sense of direction. I don't really have, you know, a, I don't really, sometimes I don't even have a concept, but once I get the first few words and I get kind of like the flow in my head, the concept of everything and the words just come all together automatically. Like it's just natural. I don't have to really try like that. Sometimes I, I think about what to say next, just to like piece up the story or the song, whatever you would like to call it. And, you know, the final product is hopefully what everybody will like. So you do you come up with the beat first and then write the lyrics? Or as you said, sometimes you just come up with the beat, right? And then you start kind of just going as the music is playing. How do you memorize everything that you just said and then come and piece it together to put it into an actual song? How I come up with it? Well, honestly, I feel like I, the beat is one of the most important things to the song because without the beat, it's really hard to like grasp a concept without what without hearing what the feeling of the beat is. I feel like every beat has its own emotion. Every beat, you know, it has this, it has a, a certain feeling to a beat and the words could only complete the sound of the beat, you know? So I just hear what I hear and whatever emotion comes to my mind, whatever I could just relate it to in my life or stuff that I seen in my life, I just take it from there. I could listen to a beat. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I could go this direction, maybe go this way. You know, one of my first uh, mixtapes called The Lord of Chaos, that whole mixtape was just emotions, just stuff that I seen, stuff that I've been through, all of it. Majority of the songs was just concepts or, or just stories, you know, so it just really depends on the sound of the song. Like this songs, I just have fun on and just, you know, might not be a story, but it's fun. <laughs> and <laughs> you know? as far as I know, you have some unreleased songs. How do you decide this is a song that I'm going to put out and this is a song that's not going to go out just yet? Some songs are just worth keeping. I, I know some songs have a purpose, but some, you know, there's other songs I that I know I have to make to put out because I got to stay consistent, you know? But I do have certain gems that I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to put you right here and we're just going to keep you for a bright and shiny day because once it comes out, I want it to be out in the proper way, you know? And this actually some songs I played on my live that is not out yet. You know, and a lot of those songs are songs that, you know, I feel like when I get enough people to know who Interstate Smooth is, now it's time to put out these songs. 
see we all know my favorite song is unreleased yet but when the time comes <laughs> to release it we'll know that's gonna be a hit we all know that i hope so i i pray that it is you know uh my girl tells me all the time that i should have been put that song out i should have been done something with that and it's not that i don't agree with her is that that song i'm kind of treating it like my baby that and like maybe two or three other songs i really do like i'm holding back right now just because i feel like it needs to be done right 100 agree i think that when the right time comes that right song will definitely be released and that'll be the song that takes interstate to a whole <laughs> new level um I hope so i really do oh yeah no for sure you'll you'll get there it just takes time it takes consistency but you'll get there the grind is real and i've seen you grind for everything you've wanted everything literally everything i appreciate that definitely yeah for sure uh what's <laughs> another thing that when you're making music you just decide you know what this is something that i really want to put out there this is for the world to know that aside from like what your fan base is you're just like this is a song that i want people to hear i want people to know about it obviously it had to it would have to have some sort of meaning for you to put it out there when that time comes to finally make that decision do you perfect the song before putting it out there or are you just like you know what i recorded it like this this is how i like it you know what's funny is both because i would say Believe it or not, one verse hurts that whole tape was just like, all right, I did it. I'm done. <laughs> you know, like, I really didn't, that whole mixtape, I really didn't take my time on at all. I'm not going to lie to you. That really just was made in a week. That was made in a week. Uh, you know, I always try to, like, make sure the mix sounds good and everything, but in all reality, that song, I mean, that whole mixtape was was a week. A week? Just just a week. Yeah, I made a song a day. Oh, my God. It is insane to listen to that mixtape now and be like, he created this entire thing in a week. That's incredible. I say it, it's true, though, because I, I made that in a week, but I really just took that as, like, a warm-up because that was, like, the first... This is the first time, like... That tape was the first time me recording in my home studio. And it was just me testing how the, the room sounds, um, see how I like certain things in the room. Cause you know, believe it or not, these little phone things in the back, like placement's kind of important. And just everything I gotta figure out from working from the old studio that I was in to being in this studio, I gotta have, get my ears adjusted to the room to make it you know, suitable for me. So that whole mixtape was just a test run. It was just a project. Like, it was just me just warming up. For it being a warm-up and a test run, that for sure came out fire. Now, imagine when you're really ready to go and your whole studio is ready. I can't wait. I cannot wait because I, I got I got plans. And you know what's funny? I got songs I wrote on live that I totally forgot about. And I know once I revisit it, I'm going to be like, holy damn, that's going to be crazy. That like, for sure I forgot about this. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that for sure is going to be crazy. Now, you don't have to tell us the, the name of the song if it's unreleased, but is your favorite song that you've written up until today 
released or unreleased? Unreleased. Unreleased. Will that unreleased. be released sometime soon? I'm hoping by December. Cool. I'm really hoping all the way by December. I'm really working my best to get my name out there more. I want to, you know, I want to build my name up a little bit more before I drop any of those songs. And, you know, my favorite song right now, that's that is my favorite song, period, that I made right now, and it is unreleased, is you know, why naughty? That's that's my favorite. And, well, why naughty is honestly is either why naughty or lessons. Interesting. So those are my two. Those are my two, and I know that you know it. I know people on, on the live know it, but those are two songs that are unreleased, but they're like my favorite songs. Hey, they're really good songs, and they're unreleased for a reason. But of the released songs that you brought out up until this day, what's your favorite song? <laughs> Mm, that's hard. Damn, what is my favorite song? Uh, I'm going to say I got a song called uh, Get It Right. I got a song called Get It Right. And that song, that I hold that song near and dear to me because that song, um, like I said, Lord Chaos was a, a, a mixtape filled with emotions and real stories on there. And that song, I that was just a crazy day when I wrote that song. Really crazy day when I wrote that song. Absolutely incredible to hear how like these processes literally happen and then they all just come together and you just piece it all into a song and then the song becomes what it is and then it becomes a hit. Definitely, you know, I, I do, I can't wait for more people to hear my music. I can't wait for it to like spread out more. But for those who do hear it, I hear nothing but positive feedback and the feedback is very inspiring. That makes me just want to continue doing what I do. Out of all the music videos that you have, which one's your favorite one that you've shot? <laughs> Liddy Bitty, <laughs> definitely Liddy Bitty. Liddy Bitty was just, it was just fun that day. It was just a fun day. I, and it's like the cleanest video I shot so far. Like, And my cameraman, he just gotten better over time. So like majority of my videos are shot by one guy. His name is Jedi the God. And he he shot Adios. He shot, um, obviously he shot Liddy Bitty. He shot a lot of my, he shot a lot of my videos and a lot of my team's videos. And I just see the progress of his videos and just Liddy Bitty's my favorite. I like Liddy Bitty, but I feel like it's too short. I feel like it should have been longer, <laughs> but it's one of those that you just have to keep playing on repeat. But mm -hmm. I feel like the duration of the song is just too short, man. <laughs> it leaves us craving for more. That that was the whole idea. That's that's why I was um that was the lead single of One Verse Hurst. Every song on One Verse Hurst is just one verse. <laughs> Every song is like a minute and 30 seconds. I think the longest song on this, like maybe a minute and 40, maybe, maybe almost two minutes, maybe. Yeah, I think but, it's like pushing that two minute mark. Yes. Every song on there is very, very short, super short.
What made you want to go with the name Interstate Smooth? Why did you choose that name out of everything you could have chosen? Why did you choose that? Well, Smooth was a name that I was given when I was younger. I got Smooth. I, I've been called Smooth since high school. Um, Interstate, though, Interstate came over time. I, I gave myself the name Interstate, and I just, it was just, I put both of them together. It just seemed you know, it seemed appropriate. Interstate just came about when, you know, once I got my car, I was literally everywhere. When I first moved out of my mom's house, I lived in Orlando. I would drive from Orlando to New York just to go see my friends. I would go from New York to Jersey, to Boston, to Rhode Island, to Connecticut, to Virginia, to North Carolina, Atlanta. I just was everywhere. And I got, it's crazy because every, all those states that I do name, I at least got a good one or two friends in those states that are like really, that I'm really close to. You know, I don't have like a big group of friends in like one spot. Like I have a whole bunch of like, close friends all spread out everywhere that's interesting very interesting i've always wondered i was like why did he choose interstate smooth as his name but hey it suits you and it goes with your marketing and i can definitely see you as an interstate smooth that was just like that's weird <laughs> why why would he pick that name out of everything he he could have picked interstate's my lifestyle i'm always on the interstate like it was 95 it was i4 if it's route one if it's i278 i395 i495 it's just i know a whole bunch of like i've been to a lot of states and i took a lot of interstates to go to those places and interstate just fits my lifestyle I definitely see that. See, now, for those of you that didn't know why his name was Interstate Smooth, now you definitely know. Interstate. <laughs> Interstate. No, I like it. I definitely do it. It suits you very, very, very well, to be completely mm -hmm. honest with you. Thank you. Okay, and then when it comes to your music, how did you decide, you know what, this is what I want to do. I want to make music. At what age did you realize you were basically meant to do this? Um, I figured out I wanted to do music when I was 20. I've been, but here's the thing. I always made music since I started making music like in sixth grade, but I really started taking it serious after um, I dropped out of college. And I know that's kind of bad to say, but, <laughs> you know, I just felt like there wasn't really much that I wanted to do. And the way that I viewed myself back then, I felt like that was the only thing that I could do. So I just decided that it's music or nothing. So to this day, you know, if it's not me rapping, you know, I could mix. I know how to mix and master music. So if I'm not rapping, I can mix and master somebody's song and just get paid from it, you know, and if I can't do that, I have other people that I make music with that, you know, I got my own label called Interstate Cutthroat that, um, you know, if I don't want to make music, I could easily just manage and just try to promote the artists that are under the same umbrella as me.
So I just, at a young age, at 20 years old, I really just said it's it's music or nothing. I didn't I didn't want to work in 90, nine to five. Um, I didn't want to, I didn't really see nothing in college that really interested me. And I was not really the best student in school. So I really just said, you know what? It's music or nothing. You discovered it pretty early on then. Definitely. Right fresh out of high school. <laughs> now I think it takes people longer sometimes to figure out what they really want to do. They go and they try a career path and then it doesn't work out. Then they try a different thing and then it doesn't work out for them. And it seems like you had it figured out at a very, very young age. And that's good. Definitely. You know, I, I, I figured it out young and, you know, obviously everybody gets discouraged here and there. Everybody has their, mm -hmm. I give up moments, you know, but there was just certain things that I experienced that I just felt like, you know, at times where I did feel like quitting, those experiences that I, I witnessed or I've been through just reminded me that, you know what, you, you got to do this. You got to stay on track. And that's exactly how it has to be. And look at you now, making music, making all your <laughs> dreams come true. And they, hey, that's exactly how it works. You know, if you don't grind for it, you're just never going to get there, you know, and it takes time. Sometimes it takes people longer to get there, but you eventually get to that finish line. Definitely. And, you know, I'm, I'm still not at the finish line. You know, I'm living comfortably right now. You know, I'm, I'm blessed enough to have a house and a family, you know, but, you know, my my dreams and my goals is more than just a house and a family. And luckily, I have a great support system to, you know, cheer me on and support me to help me get to my, my dreams and my goals. Definitely cannot wait to see that come to play. What was the first song you ever wrote and did it end up making it on any of your albums or is it still an unreleased song? Did you just scrap it? That song, uh, the first song I ever recorded was a freestyle to a Mob Deep song. Actually, no, let me, let me, let me correct myself. The first song I ever recorded was a freestyle to a 50 cent song and at that time i was like in middle school and <laughs> i was just a little bit of a problem child at the time so my first song was a song dissing another artist that i went to school with that I don't even think he even really knew who I was. I just heard his music and I really didn't like it. And the stuff that he talked about, I just, I knew it wasn't him. So me back in the day, I was kind of a little bit of a, a, a little, I was being a little brat. And that was my first song. My first song was dissing somebody else. It's kind of crazy. I a diss track. I see. I would have never imagined that. I would have actually thought it was like a full on song that maybe never got released because, you know, you have to pick and choose which ones you want to put out and which ones you don't. So mm -hmm. I personally thought maybe he wrote something. It was like, nah, that's not that's not the song that I want to put out there. But see, that's interesting. A diss track. See, I would have never thought never would I have thought that your first song was a diss track. And just because you didn't like their music. Come on now. 
was MySpace days. <laughs> that was MySpace. It didn't make it on iTunes. It didn't make it anywhere else. It was just on MySpace, and it was circulating through my school. <laughs> hey, that's that's how you get the word out there. That's how you get you know to where you want to be. People started talking, and hey, now you're now you're here. Yeah, and honestly, like it sounds crazy now. But back then, it was a little more accepted because that's it. That was a part of you know, if you're a rapper, that's that's part of the culture. Like, there's people who literally get paid even nowadays to just battle somebody, just to completely just diss somebody else. They literally just get paid to go back and forth with somebody. They even set it up like if it were, like if it's boxing, like they got rounds. It's, it's crazy, you know. But back then, you know, that's what a lot of my friends used to do. We used to just freestyle, rap, and clown each other. You know, clowning is dissing, dissing clown. It's pretty much the same thing in a way. But you know, to me, it was just friendly competition. What do you enjoy more? Do you enjoy more mixing and doing like the production side of music or do you enjoy writing? It's tough to, it's tough to say because when I'm writing, it's always fun. It's always fun writing. But going through the process to make the record come alive and actually hear it the way that you picture it in your head, that's like, yes, like, that's that's what I wanted to hear. Like, it's cool writing the song. I love writing the song. I love coming up with idea and hearing it in my head. But when I actually hear it on speakers and get to what technic technicalities I need to do, what I have to do technically to make the song sound the way it needs to sound, I, I enjoy it. Now, I say that mainly with my music, like. I have recorded other people, mixed other people, and mastered other people's songs. Some people I do enjoy. Some people I completely dread it. Don't like it. It's just It just feels like a job. But when it comes specifically towards my music, it's hard to say. Like, if I'm literally thinking about my music solely, do I like writing or do I like mixing and mastering? It's hard to say. Very, very hard to say. What about with music videos? How do you decide what the music video is going to be like? Is that something you decide or is that something like your producer and camera people, camera crew team decide? Um, music videos, that's something I usually decide. Um, I have other people that, you know, they pitch their ideas. They, you know, they come up, they come up with certain ideas. Some people like might want to like direct the whole video themselves. But, but for the music videos that I came up with so far that are released, I came up with majority of ideas. There are future videos that I want to shoot that, you know, my girl wants that she came up with some ideas for a video that I'm like, we got to do that. I like that idea. We got to take the idea and run with it, you know? So I don't mind taking other people's ideas and try to like incorporate it with mine. So I, I'm I'm pretty excited. I, I, like, I like it. I can't wait uh, to hear all the new music you have coming. But speaking of new music, Interstate does have a new release per se. He's been working on a new song for Wrestling with Siblings, and I guess you want to play it now, or how do you want to do this? 
It's in your email. It's in my email. Let me see. It's in your email. Let me take a look at that really quickly. I didn't even know it was in my email until you said something right now. So let me see. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's it is on here. Let me see. Yes, it's in the uh, we transfer file. Oh, I do see it. So hold on. Let me see. Okay, so I have not listened to the song yet. So I guess I will be listening to it with you guys. And there is a giveaway right after we listen to the song. Yes, definitely. All right, so it's playing now. So we'll wait for it. Yes, yeah, yeah. Life is a fight, so I gotta get right. Can't have my back on the ropes. Just for my sister and bro. I swear I will make it. That's all that we hope. Life is on cold. Get hit with a sinner. That's all that she wrote. The world that we live in has made me cut throat. I saw the rapping about life just to cope. Now I spit fire like Ricky Steamboat. Straight from the bottom, got so much to gain. I had to try just to build on my name. Call me champ, I'm feeling like Dwayne. I let it smack down. Here comes the pain. Views on the top of the turnbuckle. I got my eyes on the prize, so I gotta survive like I just won a Royal yeah, Rumble. Yeah, One yeah, day my posse yeah. will be DiBiase. Dollar size of my belt buckle. Both of my siblings have seen the struggle. Watches come up while staying humble. I take my strides for pride. Looks like I'm walking like Vince. I hear those lies in your rhymes. Sorry, I'm not convinced. I'm never tripping this life I was given. It could have turned me to a villain. From the beginning, I was just chilling. Watching wrestling with my siblings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, the creativity that went into <laughs> that, you absolutely killed it. <laughs> thank you. That Appreciate was great. That. I love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I had to, you know, add some wrestling lines in there, add some wrestlers in there. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is absolutely fire so when when is this song going to be available to everybody else well this usually takes like sometimes it takes about a day to go on itunes and all those other sites sometimes it takes about a week so i'm hoping by at least by next this uh upcoming wednesday okay so by next wednesday which i believe is the 10th correct if i'm not mistaken well, let's look at the calendar. Or is that it, tomorrow? The 10th. The 10th. It, okay. It, the 10th. So starting on the 10th, one week from the 10th, we have these brand new AirPods right here. So for <laughs> those of you that want these AirPods, all you have to do is stream the song, literally, whether it's on Amazon, Google Play, Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you want to stream it. You have to take a screenshot of it, send it to both. Now, keyword, both interstate and wrestling with siblings. And as soon as you do that, you will automatically be entered to win these. Interstate will sign them for you. I'll sign them for you. Armando will sign them for you. I'll send you guys a wrestling with siblings shirt along with these, some stickers and some other stuff. And then if you post a video, this is worth two entries. If you post a video of you listening to the song, you get two entries to win the AirPods. And yeah, that's the concept. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Definitely, definitely. And it's definitely appreciated for everybody that does enter because for everybody just to check out the music and listen to it, I, I appreciate it. I think that's awesome. And aside from that, we get to do this really cool giveaway that'll literally there'll be one winner 
but it also helps interstate get his music out there and the more people we can get his music to the better for sure definitely 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 excited definitely curious to see who's gonna win so everybody who's listening join it join it join it who doesn't want airpods come on i know right (laughs) and you're gonna sign them so i will ship them to interstate he'll sign them and then We'll ship them to whoever the winner was, and the contest will run for an entire week. So if you want two entries, post a video listening to the song. You want one entry, just send us a screenshot to both Interstate and Wrestling With Siblings on Instagram, and we will enter you to win. And the contest will run for a week. So what? that's the 10th. So the 17th, I believe, looking at the calendar, is when the winner will be announced. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Thank you very much for being on the show today, Interstate. Congratulations on being a father. Cannot wait to thank see you, that. Thank journey. you. Can't wait for my baby girl to come. Definitely. 100%. You're going to be a fantastic dad. Right. Yep. That's, I don't know if you heard my, my, my baby in the back. You want to say that again? She's going to be 5'2 with a smile looking right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. She's going to come out looking just like Steph. Yeah, she definitely is. Hopefully she looks just like Steph with that pretty smile. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the show. For those of you that don't know, catch Interstate on Instagram at Interstate Smooth. You can catch him on Twitch at Interstate Smooth, and you can stream his music literally anywhere at Interstate Smooth. Go show him some love, and thank you so much for being here. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me again. Thank you, thank you. Interstate. Just have to say that one time, one time, one time. <laughs> yeah, you could not say bye without saying that. I had to, I had to one time. But thank you again for having me too. This no problem. Fun. Thank you, thank you for being on. <laughs> thank you again. All right.